Please let's, before we receive our seats, let us pray a prayer. Amen. I want you to pray for yourself. This Wednesday, I was speaking about the spirit of the age. The spirit of the age. And we did mention that there are things which can affect you or follow you because they are they are challenges of that season. People go through different things because of seasons or depending on seasons, depending on place, territorial positioning. There are battles that can only end when you switch places. Because there are places which are characterized by certain demons. But I'm not interested in that one today. I'm interested in the battles that you go through because of seasons. Different timings and times in life attract different things. And we are in 2022 now. 2022, there are many things happening. There are spirits that are common to this age. One of them is backsliding and lukewarmness. Having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. The spirit of the age that we are in. Amen. The lukewarmness of the church where the church is or the children of God are just there. There is no agency in their spirit concerning anything. This morning in my deep meditation, something came to me. I believe the spirit of God was speaking to me concerning this. So, I, I, I want to advise that we need to pray for ourselves for light. For light. I need you to understand. I talk more about light and understanding in this place than any other thing. You must ask yourself why. Light and understanding. It is the deepest, most important thing that you need as a believer. Because light brings understanding. When you know, when you understand, you can be able to stand in a better position to deal with the enemy. Sometimes we find ourselves into things and deceptions of the enemy because there are certain things we don't know. When you don't know certain things, it's easy to be deceived. So to pray for God to give you light, to give you understanding is a very important prayer because you cannot rise above that which is Pulling you down unless you know better than the deception of that big enemy. So in this age, there are common sins of the age. There are common activities of the age. There are common
common errors in the church because of the age. There are common behaviors. There are certain behaviors that we see as trends and certain things that are visible in church today because of the season we are in. So you realize that we need to rise above the spirit of this age, the deceptive spirit of the age. We need to rise above it in knowledge, in light. That when light shines in darkness, darkness cannot comprehend. As a believer, you need light to shine. Sometimes it will take it, it, it Hearing the preaching that you should not backslide is not enough. And there is a personal light shining in your heart and your life that has come to show you things and expose to you the reality of what this word looks like. Sometimes when the Lord reveals to you things, shows you things, shows you the spirits that are in the season, operating in the lives of people in this season. When you behaving like this because of the spirit of the season. Then you are able to prepare yourself better. When traces of such a behavior want to manifest in your life, you know that this is that which I saw. So we need to pray for light. That the light of God's way Illuminate our hearts. Let me say this to you before you pray. Nobody plans to backslide. I want, I want to give you this example. Nobody plans to backslide. Nobody sit down and make a plan and arrange that I'm going to backslide. I'm going, I'm going to go back. I'm going to live in sin. I'm, nobody does that. But people find themselves in positions and situations. Spirits sitting on them and pulling them down. Evil spirit sitting. But we do say, there's a message I preached to you. I, do, I did say to you that sometimes the only way to keep things far from you is to be hot. When you are hot, flies will not come on top of you. When you are on fire for God, nothing evil will sit on you. So we are going to pray that Lord let your light come to show me things that I don't know. Bring me to a place of a certain special understanding. That today and now, as I leave this church, anything that has been sitting on me without my knowledge, there are events that you cannot explain, but they are only explainable by knowing after the spirit that there is a spirit influencing events and actions of people. No wonder why the and the God of this world, the devil has blinded their eyes so that they will not see the preciousness. So unbelievers has remain unbelievers because there is a spirit blinding their eyes that they may not see. So in other words, to see is not a natural thing. To understand in the spirit is not a natural thing. You need to pray for understanding. You need to pray for sight. You need to pray for 
to stand, when you are born again today, if you are a believer today, to stand and to be able to say, Jesus is Lord 25 years from now. It's not something that comes naturally. There must be an intentional infusion of light. Intentional infusion of light. This light come, it has come to raise you even above the storms of your life. You are still a believer. You can be a believer for 30 years and be sick for 30 years. Because there is no, you need a certain light for you to break out of sickness. You need a certain light for you to break out of poverty. When this light comes, it has come to open you up. Nobody must ever think they know enough or they know. Because the reason why you are where you are is because you don't know more than you know. You do not know more than you know. You are more in the not knowing than in the knowing. It's reflective in your life. When you pray for light, you are praying for impartation of knowledge. Impartation of knowledge. How does the knowledge of God come? In the and knowledge and light that God naturally imparts in your spirit. You rise up from the place of prayer, you already rise up knowledge and light by the spirit of God in the place of fellowship. I want you to pray and believe God that in this service light is going to enter you. Knowledge is going to enter you. You're going to call forth light and say let there be light in my life. Let there be light in every area of darkness in the name of Jesus. You're going to declare that let there be light. Anywhere there is dark, let there be light. Lift up your right hand and say, Jesus. Lift up your right hand and say, Jesus. Let your light shine in my life. Begin to pray for your light now. Begin to pray for your light. Lift up your voice and pray for your light. And tell them again, let there be light, let there be light, let there be light. Pray. Let there be light in the name of Jesus. A light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let there be light in the lives of your people. Let there be light in this church. Let the light of God's word begin to shine. And the scripture says, and so mightily grew the word of God in the city of Ephesus and it prevailed. We pray that the word will prevail over every darkness. The word will prevail over every circumstance. The word will prevail in the name of Jesus in our personal lives. Let there be light shining and light shineth in darkness. And 
which darkness comprehended it not. We are declaring the entrance of light. For the entrance of your word bringeth light and causes understanding to the simple. Let there be light in the name of Jesus. We decree light. We decree light. We decree greater light. We decree greater light in our families and our lives. There shall be greater light. We comfort light. We say light come. Drive away darkness. Drive away ignorance. Drive away lack of knowledge. We drive away foolishness. Let there be light, let the be From today I know, from today I understand, from today I perceive, from today I can see, from today I can hear. Let it be your prayer, child of God. I am not seeing people praying. Let it be your prayer, child of God. From today I can see. From today I can hear. From today there is no deception.
Sit down, please. Praise the worship team. We said, What a mighty God. We said, The angels bow before the worship and adore. What a mighty Greetings to all of you in the name of Jesus today. We thank God for this day. We thank God for this beautiful moment in his presence. We are grateful to God for his grace. Hallelujah. We are grateful to God for his grace. This year, we are trusting God for many blessed things. And I know that faith always delivers. And uh, by the end of this year, many will not recognize you. Many will not do what? I believe this morning the Lord was speaking to me concerning hearing the word and believing it. I want to show you something just in a minute before I give you my, I give you what the Lord has given me today. You know, it is very easy to get used to something. It's very easy to get used to something. One of the things that make people get used to things is the frequency of their interaction with the thing. Do you understand? When you frequently interact with something, you tend to get used to it. And when you get used to it, you tend to lose the value of what it carries. Are you following me so far? You tend to lose what? The value of what the, things, the thing represents. I want to speak to the body of Christ so that the church can consciously advise themselves and remind themselves of the authority that the word of God carries. The authority that the word of God carries. It's easy when you hear and hear and keep on hearing and keep on hearing even the declarations of the man of God. I can easily stand here and preach and declare over you and say, this week you are moving from glory to glory. And then you can take it as a common thing. And never attach faith to it. And hear it like you are hearing something you are used to hearing. And your life begins to show that it has no results. So we need to remind ourselves constantly of the authority that is in the word. 
power that is carried in the spoken word. There is something called the rema word of God. The spirit word, the spirit life. The life, the zoe, the life of God. That comes with the word. He said, the words that I speak to you are spirit and life. He said, I speak not to you letters. But, but for the letter killeth, but the spirit giveth life. So, in this season, we are going to hear many things. Hey. We are going to do what? Huh? We are going to do what? We are going to hear many things, but we must be conscious in how we are hearing. We must determine within ourselves that this is how I am going to hear. This is how I'm going to hear. Because the way you hear, Jesus said, be careful how you hear. There is a way people hear things. Eh? There is a way people do what? There is a way people hear things. So the way you hear is also important. When the Lord speaks to you, or a prophetic word comes to you and says, Thus saith the Lord, how do you hear? That is one thing that determines whether you are receiving something in faith or not. Your attitude to the word you are hearing is a direct determiner of many things. It determines the productivity of the word in your life. It determines whether the word will be fruitful. The way you are hearing it. You have come to church today. What have you come for? To hear the word. To hear what God is saying. But the issue is, God is going to speak to you. The reality is that God is going to speak to you. But the question is, how are you going to hear him? The question is what? How are you going to hear him? When you tell a man who is in prison, you are free. A man in church, when you tell him you are free, if he doesn't understand what you mean, he will remain in prison. Come on, I'm talking to somebody right now. He will remain where? But if you talk to somebody who understands the value of the word, I am free. He will decide I will not stay here another day because I have been declared free. He will rise up and decide I'm walking out of the prison doors. But the issue is how is your hearing? That is the question we must address. What do you understand? When God speaks to you, what do you understand? When the word comes to you and says, this is your season, what do you understand? Your response to that word tells us how you got and understood that word. Somebody say, I am hearing. Put your right, your two hands in your both of your ears. Or your fingers. However, but just make sure you, you don't hurt yourself. Say in the name of Jesus, Christ of Nazareth, I declare every hearing impairment in my life, spiritually, is broken now. My ears are open. I can hear. I can understand. My ears open now. My heart perceive now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. My mind 
found now. In the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Do you know what, what I'm saying to you is that when the value of the word spoken to you, when the revelation of the value of the word spoken to you begin to hit your heart, you will realize that you have never indeed in your life needed a series of prophecies for your life to change. Somebody said, hmm? look at me. When you understand the word, I'll go back to the word I'm free. You are free. When you understand the value of you are free. When you know what it means. And you get a hold of that word. And you walk in the manifestation of that word. You will realize that before you need the next prophetic word. You are still struggling to finish and complete what the word I am free carries for you. I lost the church today. When I say to you, you are free. And you understand the word. The intent of the word. The power the word carries. When you receive the spirit of the word and the wind that blows the word to you. When you understand the unction in the word and you understand the reality of the prophecy that you are free. By the time you get hold of the word and you start living according to the prophetic word spoken to you. Before you are looking for the next word to come to you. Before you are looking for another prophecy. You are busy trying to Finish the totality of the prophecy of the word I am free. So in other words, that one word can carry you for years. Before you can believe you need anything else. Because you know how to bring value out of word. So. Anyway, I was just passing through that. I want to give you a message today I have entitled Turn Again My Captivity O Lord. Say after me, Turn Again My Captivity O Lord. Let's go to Psalms 126 verse number 1 to 4. Quickly, Psalms 126. Psalms 126. First time visitors, we love you. I love you. You are blessed. Let's all read 3210. Let's go. Are you done? Bona, Bona. Don't do that to me, please. Go back to verse 1.
You're going all the way to four. Go back to verse number three. Let's go. Repeat that again. Keep repeating that again. For the last time, let's declare this scripture at the loudest voice possible. The Lord has done great things for us and we are glad. Everybody in life who needs true and genuine change, genuine breakthrough, genuine blessing, must have to look at God. Ladies and gentlemen, let me bring it to you that your attention that it is not possible to experience the reality of freedom, the true meaning of a blessing and success, the true meaning of peace, the true meaning of deliverance, unless God is in the picture. It does not matter how far in life we go looking for what we are looking for. If in our journey to far, we don't encounter God on the way, we are going to come back the same. And this is something that the church must also come to understand. That we must decide in our hearts that in our journey with God, we are going to choose to free ourselves from the traditional way of doing things. And from the norm of doing church. And from the norm of doing things because they are acceptable to people. But we are going to have to align ourselves with the plan and the will of God if we are going to experience the reality of what success represents. Can I hear an amen in this church today? God is the only one who gives true success. And it's not arguable. And when we're talking about success, we're not talking about how much money you have gathered. Because many can gather money in dubious ways. But success in itself, it comes capacitated with many things that overlap to money. Are you understanding what I'm saying to you? It contains the peace of God. It contains the love of Jesus. It contains, it's not just prosperity of material things, but it carries with itself the stability of your emotions and the peace of your life. So unless God gives you success, you cannot find it anywhere, no matter how far you go in life. Look at your neighbor and say, success is found in God. John chapter 15, verse number 5. Let's go there quickly and understand what God is saying. We are laying a foundation. John 15, 5. Turn again my captivity, O God. 3, 2, 1, 0. Let's all read. It's on the board. It's on the screen. Uh-huh. Yes. 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 For without me, who is talking these words? I said, who is talking these words? He said, for without me, you can do what? For without me, you can do what? Somebody is saying, I can still make it without God. Somebody is saying, I can still get married without God. 
Somebody say, I can still drive a car without God. I can still do this without God. But the scripture says, without me, you can do you can do nothing. God is trying to show us that the working way of achieving something is with him. And there's a reason why I'm saying with him and not through him. Because the moment I say through him, it means I'm going to give you a suggestion to try and use him. But when you are with him, you are working together in agreement. And as you walk together in agreement, you abide in him, he abides in you. He is blessing you on the way. As you are serving him, he blesses you on the way. As you are praying, as you are interceding, as you are serving, as you are walking in your journey of Christianity, he lifts you up. He gives you success. He gives you victory over your enemies. He gives you all the desires of your heart. Why? Because you are with him. You are with him. You are with him. You are not trying to use him, but you are with him. You are one intertwined together with Christ. Say, I am intertwined. Speak English, please. Say, I am intertwined. Don't bite your tongue. The enemy must not deceive us into thinking that our breakthrough will come from somewhere else and not from God. Ha! Look at your neighbor and say, the enemy must not deceive you to think that your breakthrough will come from anywhere else. Except from God. Do you know that it is a painful thing for a believer to give up on God? Do you know how many believers we can count who are seated in churches and filled up churches, but in their heart of heart, they have no spirit or they have no sense of believing that at any time, God can manifest on their behalf. God can come through for them. They are there, but they are numb. They are, they are paralyzed. They, are, they, 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 they feel like they are, they, are, they are passive. There is no life in them. There is no faith coming from within them. They are just there when we sing they sing with us. When we pray, they pray with us. But in their hearts, their faith is dead. There is no force from within them to believe God for breakthrough. When I prophesy, shocking encounters in people's lives, they are seated there. They are saying amen, but the reality of their heart is that they are not expecting God to do it on their behalf. When another child of God testifies of the goodness of God, they are clapping hands and say God is good, but they don't trust and know that God is about to do it for them. But that story has come to change this morning. I said that story has come to attend this morning. If your amen is louder, walk out of this place with your miracle in the name of Jesus. The enemy deceives many into thinking that breakthrough will come from God. How have many left God and left the church and looked for a loaded boyfriend? Is there anybody looking for a loaded boyfriend here? Let's just be honest to each other. Are you not born again again? Is there anybody looking for a loaded boyfriend here? You're saying, Pastor, if God can give me the loaded one so that I can sleep in peace. So are you telling me that all these years, look at how old you are. Look at how grown up woman you are. All this while up to your 37 years of age, you have never slept with peace until a boyfriend comes. Let's 
I've got good news for you. The journey you have been taking is probably a journey of no ending. And the reason why that journey it might never end is because you might never taller what you are looking for in that journey because you have taken a wrong journey. Ladies and gentlemen, I came as a prophet of Elohim to make an announcement to somebody here today that anybody in a wrong journey in their lives, looking for things that people don't carry for their lives, the Lord is opening your eyes in this service. You are going to redirect your steps. You are going to go and trace back your steps. You are going to remember the journey of the Lord. You are going to remember the direction of the Lord. And you are going back to the place of your calling. I say you are going back to the place of your calling. If I be a prophet, show me that I'm a prophet. Place of your calling. If your amen is louder, receive direction. Receive direction. I say receive direction in the name of Jesus. One of the things that mislead us is the advices of our friends. Sometimes you observe people around us who look like they have made it with these boyfriends. Listen to me. It is dangerous to observe the life of your neighbor and desire it without knowing the price the person is paying for that life. Can I tell you a short story before I continue with my message? Can I tell you a short story? Two couples were involved. Do you like my stories? Two couples were involved. Another couple, one man was driving the car, driving with the wife inside the car. The man always went to the door of the lady and opened the door. Opened, then he went every day. So, only to realize that the neighbor, Masberebere, Masibokolodi, is watching what is happening. And she is very concerned that how come this husband of this neighbor is opening the door for this woman? And you never opened the door for me in her heart. She observed it, she saw it, she watched it, she opened and put the window, observing what the husband is doing for the neighbor in the neighbor's house. All of a sudden, one of the days, the wife said, my husband, why are you not opening the door for me? From today, I need you to open my door. Open my door. I can't open my door. One of the days, they were driving to the mall. The wife stayed in the car. She never came out. The husband realized that the wife is not following her. So she was asking, where is the wife? Only to realize that the wife is seated in the car waiting for the husband to come and open the door for her. Ah, and the husband began to say, why are you troubling me, woman? The woman said, you never opened the door for me but our neighbors. The husband is opening the door for the wife. the door for your wife. My wife is giving me trouble. The husband responded to the shock of this one. Opening the door for my wife is because her door is not working from inside. This is a woman who is desiring a life that she's observing from far and she wants to accept it to her house. The husband came back to the wife and said, My wife, if you want me to open the door for you, destroy your door from inside, then I will open it. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a life you are particularly called for. If you are wise, begin to receive my prophecy.
called for you. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? There is a glory with your name on it. There is a particular. person. It looks like things are not going well right now. But the Lord tells me to tell you that there is a a life marked for your destiny. Delay is not denial. I said delay is not denial. Write the vision down. Those who read it was run with it. Even though it delays. Yet it shall speak, yet it shall be manifested. I came to prophesy to 25. That today your manifestation is coming. Shall fire like you believe it. Shall fire like you believe it. The Lord is rearranging things for you. I said, The Lord is rearranging things for you. I want to speak to people who have no evidence in their lives, but they only have evidence of shame around them. They've got evidence of mockery. But every day they ask you, where is your God? I've got a prophecy in my mouth. I've got a word in my lips. I came as a prophet. Why did I come as a prophet? Because it is written, the Lord God will do nothing except he reveal his secrets to his servants, the prophets. By a prophet, Israel was delivered. By a prophet, Israel was preserved. I came to announce to you, after the service, your deliverance shall come. I said, your deliverance shall come. Shout, I believe it. Shout, I believe it. Sit down, you are in church. Evidence of mockery and shame. Evidence of shame. And no evidence of glory. I'm going to tell you how and why God is going to do it. On your behalf. Why things are turning around? Mambo sour sour. Things are turning around. I said, Mambo sour sour. Mambo sour sour. Things are getting better for my behalf. Lift up your right hand and say, Lord, turn again my captivity. Lift your right hand and say, Lord, turn away my captivity. I can hear you say, Lord, turn away my captivity. The enemy has been trying for all these years to discredit God in your heart. The enemy came to you many times ago and tell you it's been 15 years. You have been praying for the same thing. It's not coming. And the enemy knocks on your door every night to tell you that if your God loved you, he would have done this on your behalf. If your God loves you, this would not have happened to you. Let me say something before I give you a prophecy. The intention of the enemy is to discredit God. He wants you to see God the way he is not. He wants you to perceive God as a bad God. When we say he's a good God, he say, how can he be good when your life is like this? The intention of the enemy is to accuse God on you. The Bible calls him the accuser of brethren. He comes to accuse you. He comes to accuse God on you and he accuses you on God. But today, by the power of the Holy Ghost, by the anointing of the Holy Ghost, I feel a katakata anointing. I feel a fufufufu anointing. I feel a shaba shaba anointing. I feel a labalaba anointing. I feel a zubaluba anointing. I feel a zubakalabakasara anointing. There is oil coming on you today. Ah, there is speed coming on your legs. As a speed is coming on your legs. 
Somebody say, I receive speed. Say, I receive speed. Sit down and let's continue. God is who he says he is. God is who? God is who he says he is. And he can and he will do what he said he will do. In your own life. Ladies and gentlemen, can I say something to you? This God is reliable. Say, God, you are reliable. Say, God, you are reliable. Prophecies are coming to pass that are spoken over your life. Doors are beginning to open that word, closed. I feel this thing in my spirit like I've never felt it before. If you knew that I didn't want to preach this word, I wanted to preach about building the church, church planting, serving the Lord. But the Holy Ghost said to me, you're going to talk about what I want you to talk about. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm carrying a prophecy on your behalf. I'm carrying a I'm carrying a word for your children. I'm carrying a word for your marriage. I'm carrying a word for your destiny. I'm carrying a word for your job. A word for your studies. And the word of the Lord is, it's happening and it's happening now. I said, it's happening and it's happening now. You ain't hearing what I'm saying to you right now. I said, it's happening and it's happening now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's happening and it's happening now. God is redeeming his name concerning your life. God is showing the world that he is your God. God. They will talk about you and say, Her God, His God has made a way for her. Ladies and gentlemen, I feel a prophecy in my spirit and I want to release it on somebody here, especially 35 of you here. I don't know who, but the 35, not everybody, but 35 of you. After this service, there shall be a shocking encounter upon your life. I said, After this service, there shall be a shocking encounter when the Lord turn again your captivity. You will look like you are dreaming. When money reports in your account, you will look like you are dreaming. When HIV negative comes to become your report, you will look like you are dreaming. When you get married at the age of 60 years, you will look like you are dreaming. Am I talking to somebody here? When you drive a Range Rover with your name, you will look like you are dreaming. Am I preaching to somebody here? I said, am I preaching to somebody here? It will look like a dream. 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 You are going to say, wake me up, wake me up, wake me up. But you are not sleepy. Because when the Lord turned again, the captivity of Zion, it looked like I was dreaming. It will look like you are a dreamer. When the Lord turned again, the captivity of my sickness, the captivity of my family, the captivity of my children, it will look like a dream. You will sleep broken, wake up blessed. You will sleep sick and you will wake up healed. Am I preaching to somebody here? Am I I preach to somebody here. There is something called mercy. Somebody say mercy. Speak aloud and say mercy. Say mercy. Say mercy. Mercy. Why am I talking about mercy? Because I want to address people whom the enemy told them God is not going to bless you because of the things you have done. 
Ladies and gentlemen, that's why there is something called mercy. Mercy is what that which you don't qualify and deserve. It is the decision of God to arise on your behalf and say, I have arisen and come to scatter the enemies of your life. Put on the on the screen, please. Exodus, what chapter is that? Exodus quickly. Exodus, what chapter is that? Exodus chapter 3, verse 7. Exodus 3, 7, quickly. Exodus 3, 7. Let me show you something. Let me show you something right there. Listen, and the Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt. I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in worship house and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters. For I know their sorrows. He said, I know your sorrows. When you are sleeping in the middle of the night and your pillow is wet because of tears, the Lord said, I was seeing you that very night when they spoke against you and they performed things against against you and love concerning you. I was there and I was listening to you. The Lord is saying to you right now, I have surely seen your oppression and I have seen what they have done to you. When you are crying, your tears. When you were praying deep prayers, I saw your prayers. When you were sowing seeds, believing God for a breakthrough, he said, I saw your faith. When you were serving me, I saw your service and I received it. When you were struggling to pay your rent, I saw your struggle. When you were eating tablets three times a day for the last 20 years of your life, I saw your sorrow and I've heard your cry. And the Lord said, a reason to come and set you free. I have reason to come and liberate you. I have reason to come and change your story. I have reason and I send my angels towards you to come and help you out of your predicament. You will not see that sickness again. You will not see that poverty again. For the Egyptians that you see today, you shall see them again no more. I came with a prophetic word to this church on this day to make a prophetic For the Lord has seen your tears. The Lord has heard your cry. Your family will celebrate you. I say your family will celebrate you. Because favor is coming upon you. Your family will recognize you after today. Because favor is coming upon you. The Lord is changing your status. The Lord is changing your financial situation. Things are about to change for you. Things are about to change on your behalf. Am I preaching to somebody here? I said am I preaching to the church? this morning. I'm preaching to the church this morning. Mercy is finding its way into your life. Mercy is finding its way into your house. The enemy told you you cannot experience it because you have done so many wrongs. The enemy told you you cannot get blessed because you are a sinner. But mercy prevails. Ladies and gentlemen, I am a prophet of God making an announcement on your behalf, telling you that today, that today, that today, not tomorrow, not tomorrow, but today. Not tomorrow, but today. I said, not tomorrow, but today. Not tomorrow, but today. Can I tell you something right now? 
I said, can I tell you something right now? Are you ready for me to preach to you? I said, are you ready for me to preach to you? Are you ready for me to preach to you? When you are supposed to die, mercy gave you life. When you are supposed to be buried, mercy resurrected you. When you are supposed to be poor, mercy blessed you. It took you by the hand and took you from the muddy clay and planted your feet on the king's highway. There are young girls in this church who are teenagers. I see a bright future for them. I see doctors rising. I see engineers rising. I see international icons rising. I see women in this house who their destiny has been rearranged, whom their hope has been shattered. I came as a prophet to speak the word of the Lord that there is a rearrangement. Mercy is taking you out. Mercy is taking you out. You are about to hold money. You are about to hold money. You are about to hold money. You are about to have a breakthrough because mercy has come to take you through this journey of life. Say you are talking to me. Mercy is changing the norm and showing you goodness. Mercy is changing you the norm and changing the, 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 the habit of your life. The, the, the happenings and the, the, the events of your life that have made themselves a pattern in your life are beginning to change. Some of you, you are working through, you are working through cases of families. People have made things and covenants in your families. But the Bible tells me something. That if any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. I want to speak to women here who have got children in school. Who are underperforming. Who are not doing very well. You are already used to it that your child is a D student, is an E student. I feel like a prophet, which I know I am a prophet, to make a prophetic decree in your house that your child will perform and pass with flying colors. No more D in your child. No more E on your child. No more fail and discontinue. But every pattern of darkness is broken in the name of the Lord Jesus. I'm speaking to the gates. I'm speaking to the gates of the nation. I'm speaking to the gates of the city. Let them be open. Oh, be ye lifted up, all ye gates. Oh, ye ancient doors. Be ye open. And let the King of glory come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord mighty. The Lord strong. He's come to rescue you. He's a mighty warrior. He's great and better. When the Lord says yes, nobody can say no. I said nobody can say no. Say ten again, oh Lord. My captivity. I want to look like a dreamer. Yeah, I want to look like a dreamer. All I need is the faith that God is doing it now. And it will look marvelous in my sight. I said it will look marvelous in my sight. It will look marvelous in my sight. There are people here, there is an infusion and impartation of faith. From today, you are no longer look here. The Lord says, I'm giving you long sights. From now, what you could not see ahead, you shall begin to see it by faith. I 
Alabacaluma Canocos Cabradica Legatons Abracaremia. You are going to begin to raise expectation in your spirit. You are going to begin to raise expectation in your heart. Ladies and gentlemen, do you know how many people in this life are not looking forward to tomorrow because they don't know what tomorrow is holding for them? They don't know what they're going to eat tomorrow. But the Holy Ghost tells me to tell you that you are receiving eyes to see your future. And when you see your future, expectation will be risen from your spirit. Hope will be restored in your spirit. You're going to say, I can't wait for my future. I can't get wait to get to December. I can't wait to get to next year. I can't wait for next week because something good is about to happen. Something good is about to happen. Over years, I have declared over this church that millionaires are rising. It is that time now for those millionaires to be visible. It is that time now for those millionaires to surface. And you are, your name is among them. I say your name is among them. I say your name is among them. If you are among them, say I am among them. Shout, I'm among them. Shout, you are talking to me. Shout, the prophecy belongs to me. Shout, pastor, you are preaching to me. Say, I believe it. Mercy is overriding the case. And giving you a blessing. Mercy is when God chooses to forget your sin. And not use it against you. And bless you still. It is going to break the enemy. For you with many excuses of the enemy not to be blessed. And the Lord bless you still. The Lord Jesus will bless you when the enemy said you don't deserve it. I didn't come for everybody. The report of your life is changing. What was written about you, against you, what you were known of, the thing they used to describe you, they talk about you and they attach you to your leg. They describe you by your condition. Palagus Elimakada. They deal with you according to your condition. If I be a prophet, which I know I am, thus say the word of the Lord to you. Your report is changing. Your report is changing. You are going to surprise many of them. You are going to shock many of them. And that anointing is coming on you now. That anointing is coming on you now. That anointing is coming on you now. 
One, two, three, receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Oh, yeah, hallelujah. Oh, yeah,
you are pursuing. You are looking for this and that from wrong places and wrong people. You have allowed the enemy to lie to you and tell you that the answer is somewhere else. Because when the enemy wants to keep you in bondage, he takes your eyes off God and make you to see something. Do you want to tell me that the, the calf that the Israelites had made for themselves with the necklaces and the earrings when Moses was up the mountain. Do you want to tell me that those calves would have delivered Israel from Pharaoh? Do you think that calf would have opened the Red Sea for Israel to walk on dry ground? concerning their lives. They were ill-advised. They put up their earrings. They put up their necklaces. They molded them together. They liquefied, liquidified. And then they created a calf and said from today, this is our God, for we do not know what has happened to this Moses. Can I say something to you? Everybody, look at me please. Everybody in life is a worshiper. Everybody in life worship. There is nothing like, hey, I, I don't worship. If you find yourself saying you don't worship but referring you not worshiping God, you must know that you are worshiping something else. If we don't worship him, there is something we are worshiping. Those who say, I can't bow my knees for him and declare that he is God. Those who cannot sing a song and say, He deserves, you deserve, you deserve the lifting up, you deserve. Why don't you just lift it up? You deserve. This is how you are turning back to him. You deserve. You deserve. Again. You deserve. You deserve. You deserve. You Listen to me, look at me eyeball to eyeball. You must come to a point in your life where you speak it from within to him and say you deserve the lifting of my hands. Oh God, receive the fruit, the praises of my lips, the fruit of my lips, receive my praise. There must come a time in your life where you do recognize that your heart have gone after foreign court, your heart have gone after people, your heart have gone after fables, your heart have gone of the wrong people, you come back, you humble yourself, and you say, you deserve the lifting of my hands. You deserve the lifting of my hands. You dealt with your life according to people. You dealt
dealt with your life according to so and so. You dealt with your life according to connections. You dealt with your life according to the status of your marriage. Only you can tap into my manifold wisdom and wait for me to rescue you and to show you the way and the light out of your predicament. But your heart is busy running after connections. People are wrong friends, receiving wrong advices, getting hurt and getting independent and getting offended by many things. But the Spirit of the Lord says today, when you can humble yourself and say you deserve, you deserve, you deserve my heart, 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 you deserve my life, you deserve my worship, you deserve the lifting of my head, you deserve it all. You deserve You deserve You deserve You deserve Listen to me It is a simple thing for the Lord to turn again your captivity But the instruction is one Bring back your heart to him Bring back your heart to Jesus. Bring back your heart to Jesus. Bring back your heart to Jesus. Why are you adulterating against me? Why are you cheating me with foreign gods? Why are you worshiping foreign gods? Who set you free? Who set you free? Who, who was that God? Who caused every water in Egypt to turn into blood? Who is that God? Who parted the Red Sea for you to walk on a dry ground? That today you can come and adulterate with me against me. Why have you followed foreign gods? Who was that God who rescued you from that accident? Who was that God who took you out of ICU? Who took that God? Where is your loyalty? Where is your faith? Where is your heart? I'm looking for your heart, but I can't find your heart. I'm the one who anointed you to sing. I'm the one who anointed you to serve. I anointed you to work. I anointed you for service. But you are rendering your service to foreign gods. Bring back your heart. Bring back your heart. Bring back your heart. Bring back your heart. Back your heart. When we turn away from God, we get captured. When we turn away from God, our enemies begin to capture us. Our enemies begin to capture us. Our enemies begin to defeat us. And I will allow them to scatter. To scatter. To scatter. I said, I will rather scatter them. At some point, many years ago, he said, I will bring you back from the place from which I scattered you. When our hearts turn away from God, our enemies capture us. We are defeated by battles that were never worthy to be called battles. We go through the pains of people who do not know God. We suffer the same sicknesses like them. We suffer poverty like them because our hearts have been sent to adulterate against our God.
never fail me. Never fail me. Jesus has never failed. Listen to me. I said, delay is not denial. I want you to sing this song. You are singing to both God and the devil. Never fail me. Never fail. The love of Jesus. Jesus' love has never failed me. There is one thing I know everywhere I go. Jesus' love has never failed. Listen, look at me. You will not always find a preacher to tell you these words. I encouraged myself in the Lord. Learn to look at yourself in the mirror and preach to yourself. When everything looks like it's scattering, look at yourself in the mirror and say, He has never failed me. And it's not about to do it. Remind yourself of his hand yesterday. The same God. The same God of yesterday. The same God. We can return to God with our hearts. There are people here, they know I'm talking to them. Mutimari return to me. Return to me. Shall we rise on our feet?
Our God is not deaf. Our God is not blind. The captivity that you have been in is broken. And you're working out free. Do you know why God is rescuing you from captivity? Because he wants you to serve him free. You're going to serve God without chains. Oh God. You are going to serve God without chains. You're going to serve God without entanglements and yokes. You will serve God without burdens. You're going to serve God without the pains of lack, pains of poverty, pains of sickness. You are going to serve God. The Lord said, let my people go so that they can serve me. Let my people go so that they can serve me. The enemy is letting you go so that you can serve him. So that you can serve him. Sometimes when there are chains around your legs and you want to run, the chains in your legs they limit your speed. And when you can't speed the way you want to speed, it breaks your heart that you can't do for God what you aspire to do for him. It, 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 it pains a person with the heart of God to be incapacitated to do for God that which they desire to do for him. But I'm saying the freedom and liberation for today is to give you free access and free liberty, free sailing, so that whatever you desire to do for God, you can do it. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Some of you, let me tell you something. You did well by not stopping the desire to write God a check of half a million even in the midst of life. Because it is that desire that God is about to respond to now. Listen, I said something last week, if you were listening to me. I said, the Lord, for whatever the Lord wants to use you for or in, he will always elevate you above those he wants you to bless so that you serve them and bless them from a higher platform. If you want to give the Lord whatever it is, if you have a desire to see yourself writing a million check, it means the Lord must give you more than a million for you to be. He lifts you above the possibility of about the place where you want to save. So that you save it from a high platform. Why are some of you receiving a good report concerning your sickness today? Because you are not just going to heal people aching. 
You're going to heal people and as you heal them, you will say to them the same God. Listen. There's a breeze. There's a wind that is about to blow to you now. Prepare for that wind. Now, not this week, now. It's coming to blow. Some of you, the Spirit of God said, this wind is going to blow you. By the time you are seated in your house, all windows are closed. You're going to feel like there's a breeze. There's a wind blowing in the house. The wind of the Spirit of God is blowing now. I want you to get ready to receive the wind of the Spirit, to receive the breeze. Get ready to receive the breeze. Get ready to receive the breeze. Lift your hands and open them like you want to receive something from God. In the name of the Lord Jesus. 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 Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Holy Ghost, touch them now. From the back to the front, from the front to the back. One by one, touch them, Holy Ghost. Touch them, Holy Ghost. Touch them, Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The breeze of God. The wind of the Spirit. 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 The blow of the nostrils of God. Touch. Yes, the wind of the the wind of God, the wind, the wind of God, the wind of God, the wind of God, the wind of God, the wind of God is blowing, is blowing from the back to the front. Receive it, receive it, receive it. Everywhere you are, everywhere you are, everywhere you are, receive it. Assas all over the house, receive it. The wind of God, the wind of God, Shadabaka, Hikarabasa, Sekedebele, Abakadaba. Let it blow, 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 blow, let it blow, let it blow, let it blow. place today and you are going into encounters of God you are going into encounters of God you are going into encounters of Jesus I want you to open your hands and listen to me very well. I'm going to speak something into you. You better believe it. 
Open your hands. Put them in a position of receiving. You are leaving this place into encounters of God for this week, for this month. The Holy Ghost The Holy Ghost of God. The Holy Spirit. is arranging things. Those who are supposed to have called you are going to call you. That which blocked you is taken away. Remove. He said, remove the stone. The stone has been removed. Receive the grace. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it, receive it, receive it. Receive it. I'm talking to everybody here. Receive it, receive it. It's for you. This impartation is yours. This impartation is yours. Receive it and say, I receive it. This impartation is yours. It's yours. All over the house, it's yours. Yes. It's yours, it's yours, it's yours. Receive it, receive it, receive it. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, right now, yes. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. Oh, yes, oh, yes, receive it, yes. Yes, receive it, yes, receive it. Yes, 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 yes. 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 Receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it. You usher people, you don't hold people, you usher them, you usher them. Receive, 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 receive. Everywhere, 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 everywhere. It's coming, it's coming. Expect it, expect it. Please be patient, be patient and expect it. Be patient and expect it, yes. People are receiving it. People are receiving it. It's coming on people. 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 Be patient and expect it. Expect it. Expect it. Be patient and expect it. Holy Ghost, minister to God's people now. As you will, lay hands on them. Lay your hand on them. Lay your hand.
the thing that stood in front of you, the thing that you almost got used to, it's been part of your life. It's been removed. There are, I'm praying for shocking encounters in people's houses. There's an anointing for family now. There's an anointing that has come to shift things in families. I sense an anointing and I sense an anointing. There's an anointing that is entering in people's houses. Wherever you are, be patient with that priest. When somebody next to you is being touched and it's not coming yet, be patient and wait patiently. It's coming on you. It's coming on you. There is, there is, there is, there is something happening in houses. There is going to be testimonies from houses, from your houses, from your houses. There's an anointing that has come to families, to families, to families. Right now, right now, right now, right now. There's an anointing that is coming on families. It's coming now. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. From this very day. From this moment. From this moment. You are received. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, Holy Ghost of God. Thank you, Holy Ghost of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You. Yeah. 